California, but it doesn't matter because you never wear headphones, but I always wear headphones. So Matt and I recorded an episode sitting here where I was wearing headphones and he wasn't. And he was like, are you using the headphones? Like, are you <laughs> utilizing that in the way that it's meant to be utilized? And I said, absolutely not. And he said, okay, you don't have to wear those anymore. Yeah. So I am sad that I don't have headphones though, but. Does I it make mean, you feel kind of some kind of way when you wear them? Um, are they like, like a, in general or when I record the podcast? When you record the podcast. When I, re- I like hearing my voice. Yeah. Is it like but a security blanket? Maybe. It's you don't actually need it, but because you learned to yes. talk on the podcast with headphones on, it, it just feels makes like you I'm feel naked. Right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel as official in my little head, but it's very official. That We're makes very sense. much here. Hope you're doing well. Happy April, everyone. It's April. Isn't that I'm insane? Two That's I crazy. Had him two months ago. He seems like he's been here forever, though. He's going to turn one like tomorrow. Literally. Kids are crazy, dude. I just looked at a picture I showed Caroline before we started recording. I had my little time hop and it showed me a picture from two years ago. And it's just Matt and me and I'm pregnant with G. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah. I don't think people understand how quickly that changes because I feel like we're so um, judgmental may not be the word, but I'm going to use judgmental of moms. We'll see like a mom with three kids and be like, oh, she's always been a mom. But like three or four years ago, <laughs> yeah. she probably was just like you, had right. no kids. Right. Wild. Like it changes. Like I know. And then that. they're like there forever. Yeah. They can't really get rid of them. No. Like you just make <laughs> them and then they're there and you're they're, they're your little friends. Yeah. G and I are like best. We're becoming best buds. Mm-hmm. We've been spinning in the backyard. That's Love been our that. big activity is looking at airplanes and spinning in the backyard. And it's a grand old time. Love it. What's your grounding moment? Oh, mine is I, um, what is mine? I had one. And in the car, I was like, I have this. Oh, I got a bike. I ordered it. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, if you are new here or don't remember, my bike got stolen quite a long time ago now. It's been like three years and it was very devastating and, uh, it got stolen from my apartment on Christmas time, which is very, I guess, normal, very sad, but very normal. A lot of people... Maybe somebody got stolen. it as a Christmas gift. Exactly. And, and needed someone it. else needed it more than I did. Your mom really has me in that uh, yeah. mindset after knowing her. Caroline's mom, one of her stuff gets taken or has in the past. She's like, they just needed it. It doesn't matter right. how big of a deal it is. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, well, I guess they needed it. And I now have that in my head. Yeah, they needed it more than I did. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they have it, whoever does. Uh, it will serve them well because it served me well. But anyways... I um, have been riding Chris's uh, sister has like four bikes. So I've been riding hers occasionally, but I've never had my own for three years. And my mom and I actually pulled the trigger and we got matching ones. Actually, hers is like gray and mine's black, but they're both gravel bikes, not road. So we can take on the gravel trails. And if you guys don't know, Northwest Arkansas has trails all over for um, biking. And so I want to get a bike and I want to get, G learning how to ride a bike and I would like to figure out how I take a baby on a bike. Do I just do the little thing, the little trailer behind trailer behind or, um, I mean, there's crazy things like I see in Bentonville all the time where, and I'm like, is that safe? But I'm like, whatever, you know, your kid better than I do, but they sit, there's like a car seat thing in front of their handlebars or no, no. It's like in behind it. Like they, they can hold onto the handlebars as well. 
and they sit there, but they're probably literally G's age or younger. I'm like, oh my God, is that safe? It would make me, I think for some people it is safe because they're masters. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good bikers. For me, it's probably not safe, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I mean, the kid's always wearing a helmet, thank God, but I know I'm like, but there are the little things you can pull um, that I've seen people do with babies and you probably don't want to do that at the gravel trail (laughs) (laughs) um you could do it on the concrete trail yeah Yeah. i just think that would be fun to do as a family yeah for sure i like to ride a bike i always have yeah it's a good time brings out your inner child for sure but um there's buddy pegs that teaches have you heard of that buddy pegs it's local uh actually maybe it's not just local but i think it is um, it teaches children how to ride bikes so they that kids don't um, have a negative association with bikes. If, like, parents get frustrated or, like, come on, kid, and fall down, it's, like, oh. this whole thing of them learning. And then I wonder, is that a big problem, people having negative? I, I think. Like, I, that's a positive memory for me. I don't really remember actually learning to ride a bike. I do. I, it was positive. I, re- I remember being able to ride a bike, but I don't remember the learning. Process, yeah. Yeah. Um, which to me says that it probably wasn't bad yeah Yeah. um yeah and they want i don't know i'm gonna butcher this but they want like more people on bikes than cars or something like they have a mission that would be great yeah uh i know that it's really popular to have the uh no pedal like where it's just the yes and they learn like that uh the main brand strider yeah, but, but, but I don't know what a, that... It's called like a something bike. It's called something. I think G would love that, actually. I know. <laughs> we need to get her one because it teaches them how to balance yeah. everything. I'm thinking maybe her, her birthday's coming up. And so I'm kind of yes. thinking about doing that for her because that's a big gift. Yeah. Which, granted, she doesn't know what's a gift. What She doesn't know what a <laughs> right. gift is. I mean, she understands right. when she's receiving things and opening it. But, you know, for her right. stuff just shows up still a little bit. Yeah. So I need to stop being so, well, that's expensive. So it's only for, that's probably a really negative uh, money mindset. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. Well, yeah, there's a balance, I think, because it's like teaching children and adults. Like it is a, I don't know, special occasion, but also the balance of like not, I don't know. Interesting. Well, because as an adult, if you want something, you don't have to wait for a special occasion to get it for yourself. Right. I don't know if I want to teach her that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Parenting's so hard. Yeah. But it's also you want to teach them to be humble and like not expect those. Right. So it's like the balance of all of that combined. Yeah. And I don't know that there is one. Uh, yeah. You know anybody that's just nailed it? Because I'd no. like to talk to them. I, I really value because I was taught this, but also like in other families, I see it. People who value experiences over gifts. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm like, and they not to make, this is very generalized, but I believe that those children that grow up in households like that are better, like better in the terms of like humble, well-rounded, world, worldly, like can hold like interesting conversations than those who get things. I think about your mom a lot when I'm parenting because I like how you turned out. Thank you. So. Well, I like how you turned out. Yeah. (laughs) I just think about that a lot. I I think about parents a lot. I feel like I, with my parents, 
can't ask as many parenting questions because I feel like a lot of what I perceive people to like about me is from things my plan my parents didn't intentionally like they didn't have the opportunity to intentionally make those decisions I think they navigated it really well uh you know yeah like with my mom's health and all of that but I don't think it can be hard to learn from because it was on the fly learning of things right. that were happening to us rather than like am I making sense no yeah I get that like the moments of like we don't know what we're doing and we have to deal with this on top of everything else so here right. kid and so I feel like my parents have taught me how to handle stuff like that really, really well. Like, you know, they're this great example for that. But just I don't know that we had a lot of time in my childhood where it was just day-to-day living, you know. Yeah. There was always something else being considered and prioritized. And I think yeah. they did a great job balancing that better than anybody else I've met that's been in a situation right. like that. But yeah. anyway, so <laughs> – that's probably you know more detail than you needed yeah my grounding moment for the week uh is we spent an entire day outside over the weekend nice entire day nice we got up we made breakfast and we ate that inside and then after that we did not come inside until 6 p.m love that and it was fantastic absolutely fantastic (laughs) just walked around she got to swing I need to order a swing for our backyard. That's That's on my to-do list. Uh, Yeah, it was just really great. And I have missed being outside. Mm -hmm. I don't even think we had that bad of a winter. Like when it was cold, it snowed for the most part, which is how I do cold. If it snows, that's fine. Yeah, It can be cold if it snows. If it is not snowy, cold is not allowed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are my rules. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, But it's just nice. It's warming up. It's so nice outside. I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm ready no. for that weather. I agree. We got our um, lawn mowed la- uh, yesterday. And um, Chris, I had a photo shoot yes- last night. And then Chris had his friend over, Jake, who we love. And then his dog loves Frankie. They're besties. And so they went to eat. And I was like, can you get me um, something to go? And he's like, yeah. So then I got home. And he's like, oh, like, do you want us to sit you know, around the table with you? I was like, no, I want to eat outside. And they yeah. were like, okay, yeah. So we all like sat outside and I ate and we watched the dogs play. But I'm like, I don't want to be inside. Like I don't no. want to breathe the air in, the fake no. air. Like I want to be the outside. The fake air. Literally. <laughs> I always think of it as fake air. I'm like, I mean, technically. I mean, I guess it's not, but. Technically in no way is it fake air, but <laughs> I, mean, I like, breathing I like it, the idea. Keep you nice alive, but yeah, I'm like, I want it. I don't want fake air. I want real air. Yeah. So we sat outside, and um, I guess my other grinding moment is Chris and his sister um, became citizens, and so we're throwing a party, and that's this Friday. week, and so we're, like, getting ready for that. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so that's why we got the lawn mode, and we're working on, like, Frankie's a huge digger. She, like, digs to China. We say that all the time. Um, so we have been filling in her literal like craters in the backyard so people don't break their ankle you know what i haven't thought about till this moment Hmm. is this a baby free party no babies can come okay i was just i didn't think about (laughs) it i was like i didn't get a sitter i need to do that no it's if they're not no it's like yeah up to you if you want to bring them they're always welcome um yeah i don't know if any other 
children are coming, but it's okay. G loves grown ups. Yeah. And Rory doesn't know what a grown up <laughs> is yet. So <laughs> oh, or a kid is. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a sitter. I don't know. Yeah, I decided yet. Yeah, we'll see. Welcome. But I just as you were talking, I had this moment where I was like, I'm not gonna remember to ask this later. Yeah. So I should just ask live. On air. On live. Yeah. Don't carry the way. We'd love to have him. Great. Um, also, I have another update. I got my first period since being off my ID. Since doing your cycle? Yeah. Had you had, like, it's your first one at all? In five years. Okay. Yeah. And I went into it uh, thinking it was going to be a horror nightmare story, and it wasn't. So. Okay, good. I, if you yourself are getting off birth control, um, know that there is a positive out there. I'm super excited to see how it goes for you. Yeah. We're going to do an episode on cycle tracking, but we're going to wait at least a few more weeks until <laughs> yeah. Caroline has at least one cycle under her belt. Literally. I have lots under my belt. Yeah. Because so. I, I mean, no, you don't really though. A couple years. I know, but you I was, haven't. I was yeah. <laughs> for two years. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But um, like 12. Yeah. What do you mean 12? Cycles. Oh, okay. I was like trying to do the math in my yeah. head. Yeah, but that's not a lot. Yeah. I've had one. But like 10 years is only 140 cycles. So, yeah, you that's know. That's true, yeah. I, <laughs> I know. Definitely not a master, I would say. I wouldn't be. But I have like a, I downloaded the Flow app. And I'm going to see if I like it because, again. I'm scared of the apps. <laughs> I'm not trusting anything just because No, I'm not, I'm not scared of them in terms of being pregnant. I'm scared of them because of having the data of like when I ovulate and stuff because I'm yeah, not a conspiracy theory girl. Like I'm not like that. But I've read way too many articles now about like state government. I know. <laughs> like, no, it's scary. Having that data. Having the I data. I don't know what they would do with it, but it freaks me out. I know. I do think about that too. Um, Anyways, so (laughs) I downloaded Flow, the app, and uh, I really like it. But again, we'll see how accurate or – I mean, that's the thing. It's like, is it not accurate if I get pregnant? But then it's like, I don't know. It's the whole thing. (laughs) We're on a journey. We're on a journey, and I'm going to take you guys along if you care. Next episode is Caroline's (laughs) pregnancy announcement. (laughs) Like, oopsie. No. Anywho, but, like, I've been showing Chris it, and he's like, how accurate is this? I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I'm, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah, you're new here. Yeah. Are you doing the temperature? Like, are you doing basal body? No, I mean, I want to, but it's it recommends you, like, get in, like, at least a year of like consistent regular flows. And I had that before because I know every woman's different, but like I've had really regular periods in the past. My OG, OBGYN said, um, my OGOB, <laughs> my OGOB said that if you did have regular, you'll probably have regular this time. So that'll be my good. Word. Anywho, it's a journey. So we're on a journey. We're good. Uh, okay. What are we talking about today? We're talking about how aging is a privilege, people. And this, I got came up with this idea because of the trend on TikTok that's going around right now where you, like, um, make yourself old with your partner or with yourself. And I looked at the photo of me and Chris at, like, the aftermath. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't look at it negatively. Did you look like your mom? 
Yeah. Yeah. I looked like my mom. I mean, kind of. Like, I mean, your mom probably looks younger than the filter made you look, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't look older, as old as Chris, which I think that's pretty normal. Like, because he, I mean, for the filter, because he, they like gave him a huge beard, like yeah. white beard. The f- it didn't work well on that. We had to try like 16 oh, really? different pictures because his hair, it like could not figure out his hair. Yeah. Yeah. It just like really made him white and my hair stayed brown. So like I, looked younger but than Chris but anyways when I um did it I was like I felt this feeling more so towards wow like I hope that's our future like I hope we make it till then instead of looking at it negatively like oh my god we look old like I never got that and then I was like I wonder if other people feel that so then I started talking people's other people like uh the trend and they were all like, oh, like, this is a good reminder. Aging's a privilege and X, Y, Z. So I'm like, oh, my God, let's do a podcast about that. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. We live in this. Now, I think youth's always been valued. Don't get me wrong. But we live in this day where people are investing so much in their of their money into looking young for longer. And... I don't know that I necessarily understand it. Yeah. I, I'm i not judging it. Like I'm not, um, I don't want anybody to feel like they're less than because they choose to do any of those things. If it makes you feel good, I'm all for it. But I've never really understood it for myself, I guess. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like, and again, we are both young. I'm obviously younger than Joe. Um, so maybe you guys listening to this are like, well, you guys are cute and you guys are hot, whatever. I I think I'm cute. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> I, of course, I'm going to age. And again, I think there's, it goes down to genetic genetics and it goes down to like, you know, beauty standard and like what, I think it's like all in comparison too. like, oh, I want to look like, you know, this famous person or like mimic you know, my daughter, like say you have a daughter and you want to look like her, but I don't know. Like I, even to my mom, my own mother, I'm like, I think she's so cute. And I tell her daily, I'm like, I would love if you just went all gray, salt and pepper, like go for it. And she is like, I don't know. Like what? Like, I like my brown hair. I'm like, no, I love your brown hair, but like, how cool would it be if you just rocked silver hair or white, whatever it turns out to be. But I don't know. I just, I just think aging is such a privilege and something it's something to be embraced. It's something to be embraced and like not everyone does. And so like, you know, like health is really the goal of like your health is so much more important than what you look like. Well, I've had this realization recently in the last few months, I am starting to get wrinkles, like set wrinkles that are there all the time. I'm turning 30 this year. It's happening. Uh, and I was looking at some of my friends and I was like, why is it not happening to some of my friends? And I had that realization of, oh, a lot of them are getting Botox. Yeah. And a lot of them are doing things to prevent that. And, and that's great, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a really interesting time. I think to age because as a generation, we have had access to anti-aging Everything. products and yeah. things so much younger. 
I, I'm curious to see how it evolves. If that yeah, I'm very curious. And I know like guys do get Botox, but not, I would say not a lot do. And so it it's going to be interesting seeing the women compared to their, if they are um, dating a man compared to their partner. Yeah. yeah so I think it's going to be fascinating to see also like how everything evolves and I don't know like I I feel like and Joe I'm gonna speak for you okay we're more like on the natural end of things in everything of life like not just I'm trying to make I want to see myself get old dude yeah it doesn't I don't I don't want to say it doesn't bother me because I've definitely looked in the mirror in the last few months and been like oh but I, I think it's bothering me in this moment when I'm almost 30 because my other friends that are 30 look, yeah, you know, yeah. younger than I do. But I, I don't think when we hit – like I look at my mom now and I look at the women who – got Botox versus my mom who never had a thing done and they all look great to me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And your, yeah, your mom's so cute. I I think a lot of it is just the being able to witness it starting and not seeing it start in other people just yet, but it, it, it's inevitable. Right. It's inevitable. So I don't want to, I'm definitely noticing it, but I don't want it to, encourage me to go and do things to here's the thing botox and all that's so expensive mm-hmm. and to maintain it too it's so expensive i have gotten botox once uh i got it right after my wedding and i loved it it looked great the person who did it was phenomenal uh it was really natural and sure enough the fine lines and the wrinkles that i was starting to form in my forehead and like my 11 lines were gone and were gone for six months yeah but it it costs so much money and I know that that amount that you have to invest in it increases as you get older and you need more right you know syringes or whatever yeah in places and units and and so I I kind of told Matt Matt was like are you gonna do it again he's like did you like it and he's always been very encouraging of whatever I want to do don't mind my child. Uh, he's always been really encouraging of whatever I want to do. But, oh, man, I I don't know. I, like, did the math on it for what it was going to be for if I did this and maintained mm-hmm. it for the next 20 years. And I'm like, I'd rather have, like, a sick back patio. <laughs> right. You know? And I, I understand. I, I talked about this with Matt not that long ago. And I said, I understand some people listening are probably like, I want the wrinkle-free forehead and the sick back patio, so I'm just going to work twice as hard. And some people, finances aren't a limit for them, and that's great. But when I think of the future and I think about my life day-to-day, I'd rather have a wrinkled forehead and my dream greenhouse than a wrinkle-free forehead and nothing else. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, I always think about me on my deathbed. Like, maybe sounds morbid, but I'm not going to be on my deathbed. I know this for a fact. And be like, wish I got the Botox. No. 
Like I'm want all my loved ones. I want all the memories that they share on my deathbed. Like that's so much more important. And back to what we said at the beginning, like valuing experiences over things. Like Botox, I put in the category of things, obviously. And like, yeah, I'd rather fly to Italy to meet my best friends there and no. enjoy a, a authentic Italian food than have. Right. The thing I will note is I think for some people, and this is where I've tried to really understand and get in other people's shoes, they can't enjoy all of those experiences the same way because they're they're caught up in like the wrinkles. It yes. makes them feel insecure. Right. And if that's you and Botox and filler or anything like that is benefiting you and allowing you to show up as your most confident self and enjoy experiences at a deeper level hell yeah yeah then I'm all for it right I, you know yeah, yeah we're not like anti-botox this isn't like no this is not going to be titled anti-botox no, no uh it's it's just something that I've realized about myself is it's not that's, that's not for me yeah A priority would be it is the perfect word because yeah. like I said I have had it and I liked it like I I don't question yes. why people do it. It's just whenever I look at the list of things and I put together, you know, the way that it ranks, it's not really, it falls off quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same for me. And, and even when I examine older women in my life, I tend to judge them based on their morals, their ethics, like how nice they are. Like in no way personally am I judging them like, oh my God. Do you see her forehead or like I say this so so often and I say it about posting online I say it about you know um friendships and things like that and it goes for this too if the worst thing somebody else can say about me or the worst thing I can say about myself is that I look like I haven't aged great I must be a pretty great person <laughs> right if the worst thing somebody can say about me is oh, she posts on the internet too much, I must be a pretty great person. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, 100%. And, like, it's such a privilege. Like, I think that's, like, our biggest point. Obviously, it's going to be titled this. But, like, people don't get to, like, things can happen. Like, you can die at 30. You can die at 5. You can die at 99. Like, no one's guaranteed tomorrow. And so, I don't know, like, you getting caught up so much and like aging, like, oh my God, like people literally don't get to age. Like they are in the grave at a young age for, you know, whatever reason. But it's like, once you flip your mindset to that, it's like, to me personally, it makes life more freeing of like, I agree. and more present. Like you, all you have is now and today you're not promised tomorrow. No, none of us. And like my mom always taught me because she had cancer when I was young. I've talked about this, but she always said um, everyone's dying. Just some people know when. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought about that. Like we're all not making out alive, like all of us. And like no people get out alive, <laughs> literally. And people, you know, get horrible diagnosis or terminal illnesses or die in a car crash. God forbid, but. Things happen. That's just life. But those people that get, you know, those terminal illness, like you have three months to live like that. Yes. Heart wrenching, gut wrenching. Oh, my God. Like that is so heavy, of course. But like their wife could die tomorrow. Like you you're not promised anything. 
And so once you start living like that and realizing like truly aging is such a privilege, I don't know, like I feel like you can start actually living your life. I agree with that. I I think that I have a kind of unique mindset on that because watching my mom's mobility go. Yeah. Growing up, I always thought of my body differently than most people did. I didn't think about it of uh, how it looked quite as much. I did think of that some, but I thought a lot about, oh, wow, I was able to get out of bed. Yeah. I was able to stand at my vanity and brush my teeth. I'm able to drive a car. I am able to feed myself. You know, there there are a ton of things that most people are capable of doing. And it, it when you really break it down on that level... It uh, makes it hard to have sympathy for myself whenever I don't love my appearance. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, what a privilege it is to care so much about my appearance. Right. And grateful for it. It it doesn't mean that those aren't valid feelings. It doesn't mean that, you know, I don't struggle with it. It's just kind of having it, having perspective is healthy, I think. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like, of course, everyone wants to look their best. Like, I don't know that many people that don't. (laughs) Like, you want to show up, you want to have your hair brushed. I mean, if that's a priority, like you want to look good. Isn't it funny, though, how we're fixated on wanting to look our best, but not feel our best? Yeah. Like, we do all kinds of things to look good. We don't do that many things for ourselves to feel good. We're, We're, there are all these industries that prey on it, I think. But How many people do you know that have great routine every day where in the morning they really take care of themselves, Mm -hmm. who are drinking enough water, who are prioritizing mental health and nutrition and, you know, yeah, it, I do know some, it's not that they don't exist, yeah, but they're more gems than they are, you know, they're a rare case. And so why is that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that, but (laughs) yeah, it's something I think about a lot and I I have, I've thought about it a lot with this filter going viral. I feel like I've had a lot of conversations just about what all of that looks like. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And like you can speak on too, like motherhood, like you have stretch marks. I Mm -hmm. don't like some of your friends don't. And you've talked to me about this and you can speak on it more, but that is such a privilege. Yeah. It really is. Well, and again, it goes back to, I, I said to Matt, because my stretch marks, I got way more second pregnancy. Uh, and I'm like my middle section is covered in them. And at the root of it, I, I realized that culturally, if you put a woman that looks identical to me, like if we're standing next to each other, mm-hmm. two versions of myself, one has stretch marks, one doesn't. of people and probably everyone is going to say that the person without the stretch marks is more beautiful or, you know, right. Right. But that doesn't say anything about your value as a person. And it doesn't mean that with the stretch marks that you're not those things. Yeah. I think we get really caught up in like this ideal how things should be rather than what things are. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, and also like I guess we can talk about this like 
if you are you yourself listening to this are surrounded by people who are making you feel like you're less than because of your stretch marks or because of your wrinkles, like you need to really reevaluate. Because I right. think in our lives, like mine and Joe's separately, just our little bubbles, no one is saying no one's making a comment no. of, well, have you tried this cream? Not our partners, not no. anyone. Like, have you thought about this surgery? Have you thought about, you know, working this procedure? out? Like, no yeah. one saying that. <laughs> no one comments on my appearance in that way. And so it's hard for me to uh, get upset about my stretch marks, even though I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, well, I, I love my kids and they bring a lot of joy to my yeah. life and I'm getting to watch them grow up and. I hope that when they're older, I, I think back when I was a kid, I loved touching the back of my grandmother's arms because <laughs> they were really, yeah, yeah. really soft. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. when you have old skin that's right. like soft and kind of, I don't droopy is probably not the word yeah. you'd want to be described as. <laughs> no, um, I was going to say droopy. But yeah. Yes. And like the back of their hands are so yes. soft and wrinkled because of all that. And I loved it like felt so safe right. and comfortable and cozy and I don't know we why isn't that value I know yeah why don't we want that right and I I've watched a lot of TikToks about moms talking about their kids uh talking about how soft they are as a yeah. compliment and a great thing I'm like man what a way to flip your mindset right and, like, I always remember, like, going to the beach or going to the lake growing up, uh, more so beach because we weren't like people, but seeing moms and, like, knowing they were moms, not even that their kid was next to them, but because of their stretch mark or because of their stomach, I'm like, oh, how cool. Like, they're a mom. Like, it wasn't, like, oh, my God, they're a mom and they haven't taken care of that. Well, I was funny never. funny to me is I literally cannot remember an older woman's body. I mean, yeah, From that's true. But like the ones that I do remember, that you do remember yeah, I, I I'm not a like ton looking. of time at the lake and I don't really remember unless a woman had um, a breast augmentation that was bad. Um. That's the only thing. <laughs> and I'm, that's from when I was, I'm not talking about like high school me. I'm talking yeah. about like elementary me being like, whoa, those look not like the rest of them. Right. Seeing, look, I didn't know what now I like, yes. you know, as I'm older, I'm like, oh, that was like a bad boob job. Yeah. Um, or a new boob job, one or the other. But uh, that was the only thing I remember noticing on somebody's body. Right. Ever. Yeah. Isn't I know. Funny? Yeah, it is funny. And like, I don't know. Yeah, that being said, like growing up, like as a child, you, that's not your top priority. Obviously, I do you, remember the snacks they brought to the table, man. Yeah. Good snack moms. Yep. You know them. Yep. You love them. <laughs> but... Yeah, like as a child, you don't, you're just living your life. And it's like, again, I think our generation does a good job of like going back to your inner child or like, what did you like to do when you were younger? And it's like, go back to that little you. And like, that's not a priority. Like, you're just looking for your mom because you love her or your dad because you love him and they provide for you or your grandma because you love her, you know, like the comfort and the experiences you have with those people to me trump any sort of beauty or what they I look like. I completely agree. And so I'm trying to have that mindset. I'm trying to have I'm trying to view myself through the eyes of 8-year-old me mm -hmm. and how she would have felt about me. 
because eight-year-old me would not notice any of that stuff. And that's how I want to feel when I look in the mirror. I want to not notice. Right. Yeah. And it's not like you're – like in denial like I think that's how people perceive that too is like oh well you're just in denial because you know maybe you do need to go to the gym or like you do have I definitely need to go to the gym (laughs) but that that's just a more of a health general health feeling yeah anything you know I I don't know but yeah just like making it not as like looking in the mirror and being like wow I love me for me and my mind and what I provide and how kind I am like that is who wouldn't want to look in the mirror and think that I'm telling you anyone listening you got to start saying if that's the worst thing that you can say about me I must be pretty cool yeah seriously (laughs) I say that all the time yeah because just the things I criticize myself for they're not that important yeah in the grand scheme of things, no. And if you're a woman listening to this or man, um, stop. Like, and I do this too. Not a lot, but I think everyone does in their own way. Stop valuing and stop being like, oh, you know, she didn't dress right. Or like, stop that. Stop that talk. Don't go- gossip about that. It's not important. You're wasting your time. You're yeah. wasting your breath. Like, stop. Talk about something else. <laughs> like, And if you're, again, like your community or your friendships like that and you're just like gossipy and you may not even really notice you are. It's just like what you talk about or what you do. It can be a really bad habit. Yeah. And just try to be more aware of how you speak about A, yourself, but about others especially. Because if you're speaking awful about others, people's foreheads, like, come on get a hobby, do something else. Like, you know, I also just don't think people are talking about it. Yeah. That's the thing that I, I mean, think, in our circle, definitely though, not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing I think about. I feel like I hear more often from friends. They're like, I really feel like I need to start doing something about this. I hear people say it about themselves. I don't hear anybody else yeah. noticing that. Right. So what? Come on. Right. I have a perfect view from where I sit right here of my plants in my bathroom mm-hmm. and they need to be trimmed so bad. They are touching the ground. Both They're of them. Growing. Yeah. Get a plant, get a plant. Take Focus care on of your it. plant. Yeah. That's Watch the best thing I ever did was get into plants. Man. Yeah. She's a plant girly. My it's plants fun. are thriving though. Actually, we need to set up your monstera on a yeah. trellis. Something. Yeah. He's droopy. Speaking of that's droopy. where we are. <laughs> Speaking of droopy, My oh plants. boy. Um, but yeah. Uh, any other advice? No. Just I, we got to flip that mindset. I mean, it goes back to that: is getting older is a gift, and lots of people don't have it. And the sooner you can find that place in your head and stay in that place in your head, the mm-hmm. happier you're going to be. Yeah, for I sure. think. For sure. That's my hot take. What's going on with you? And what is going on with me? With life. Do you have any updates for everybody? You finished your 75 hard? Finished my 75 hard. Like, do you want to get anybody, give them what A you're rundown. moving into now? Yeah. Um. I mean, what have I been into now? I don't know. I was just, not to totally pivot us, but... I've been curious how it was going to translate. Like, are you still hitting the gym twice a day, any day? Um, no, I'm not hitting the gym every day, but I do crave going still. Like, I'm like, Chris, let's go to the gym. Like, 
bought a bike, you know, like things like that. Want to be outside way more now. Like sitting again, sitting outside last night. Like no, like I, I don't want to sit around the table. I want to sit outside. It's so nice. Um, I think my mindset in that has really flipped. Um, also, it's hard to tell because I think I am more moodier since coming off the IUD. So I'm like, I don't know if this is, I don't know, like I'm trying to hormonal or yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to soul search more and like, okay, like, is this my life now? Or is this, you know, the phase of my cycle I'm in? Like, or is this, it's like hard. It's been hard yeah. adjustment, that like not sense. hard, but, um, yeah, like I definitely crave walking. I mean, I walked Frankie before pretty much every day anyways, but going outside, sitting outside, eating outside, um, big priority. I would say that's love my it. biggest takeaway is being outside. Like I actually crave that. I love that. I do um, too. Other than that, when are all the miles started my period? I mean, Yay. had my period. I feel like I'm 12. Um. <laughs> are you okay? When we do that episode. Uh-huh. Write it down in the notes. Yeah. I want to talk about menstrual cups and like all the oh, different yeah. options of things. Oh, also, I'll say this. This is a funny update. So I ordered um, like all this period stuff because I, I literally didn't have tampons in my home yeah. like for five years. That's insane. But I ordered uh, the Cora, C-O-R-A, I believe, brand because it's like all natural and I read really good reviews on that. So read that and purchased those. They came and I opened the box and I'm like, what the hell are these? They didn't come with applicators. So oh. it's just like cotton. <laughs> and I was like, that's extremely intimidating. So then I like Googled, of course, I'm like, how do you do this? Like, I'm very scared. Do you get an applicator? So you can, and I'm going to do that. Like I didn't do it for this cycle, but I, I tried doing it. They basically were just like, put it up there, like go for it. And so I'm like, okay, if they're just saying that, it can't be that hard. And it was, I like struggled like enough that I did not use those for my whole cycle. I had to purchase like quote unquote toxic ones and um, (laughs) quote unquote toxic (laughs) ones. And I'm like, wow, that's great. But yeah, I had to purchase like the ones I used when I was young and I will be purchasing an applicator. Because it comes, like, you can just buy it, and it comes in a little, like, cute drawstring bag, and you just, like, throw it in with your stuff. Isn't that insane? I'm like, um, where's the applicator, people? <laughs> you forgot My this. brain's exploding, but I guess it makes sense that the applicator's probably the most, like, um, environmentally yeah, waste. unfriendly, yeah, like, yeah. wasteful thing. And, yeah, it's literally just... Because they're just plastic. Yeah, it's just cotton, and there's a thin plastic film around just the little cotton. Like, that's all it is in a box. I'm like, wow, that's... I have not gotten to do it, but I'd like to go back and try uh, the menstrual cups. Yeah. I mean, that's really intimidating to me. I have not purchased one. Everybody I know that uses one loves theirs, but they said that like the first period with it was a learning curve. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. You just kind of have to dive in, I feel like. And um, I don't know. I'm not in the mindset to dive in quite yet. But. I get that. <laughs> Feel that. But yeah, I've heard great things. And of course, the waste is awesome on it or non-waste, no waste. And so, yeah, maybe we'll purchase one in the future. 
But do, do, do. now I have all these boxes of tampons without applicators that I need to figure out first. <laughs> so I don't waste those. <laughs> I showed Chris, I'm like, do you see anything wrong with this? And he's like, uh, no. I'm like, it doesn't have the applicator. And he's like, okay. It's so interesting to me how little men understand yeah. uh, period products. Like, no. Well, and he was like, oh, we'll just go in the store and buy one. I'm like, I don't think they are at the store. No. Like, we have to, like, buy it online. Matt has always had a pretty good grasp on that stuff uh, for somebody who doesn't have sisters. sisters. yeah. It's always blown my mind. But I think he just does the common sense thing. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. You- I think a lot of men don't consider the common sense stuff. Yeah. Like, they don't even try to process <laughs> no. it in their head. Like, have you seen the interviews of people who are like, how long is the period? How long is it? And they, like, do not know. They're like, seven weeks. And <laughs> the girl's like, okay. Like, like, they don't. And I'm like, that's insane. Well, did you, the, the, the thing that always people talk about whenever they were sending the woman to space and gave her, like, 5,000 <laughs> tampons or whatever. I mean, that's not what it is. Look it up. No, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what? Uh, what are we doing here, people? Yeah, and it's like, like I know everyone does not have sex with you know the opposite sex, but I'm like, eh, what do you like? You don't have sex with your girl, and she's on her period the whole time. Like common sense, people. Yeah. Like if it's seven weeks, like think about it. Like you don't have sex with your partner for seven weeks. No, I doubt that. Maybe, maybe that's your relationship. Well, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, come on, think it through. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. I yeah, don't know. Chris, Chris is more like, oh, he just thinks like, I mean, he uh, he's actually pretty educated because he has a sister. But he's like, oh, like, you just wear a pad all the time. I'm not a pad girl. I've never been. But I think that's because of swimming. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never used a pad. Like, I... Other than postpartum, I've... Yeah. Used, but I, I, I did a day of that, right. and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and I got diapers. Yeah. So I... Like, he just thinks, like, everyone walks around with pads, which I'm like, okay, that's... I mean, that's better than thinking it's seven weeks long. But I'm like, no, I actually don't really like pads, personally. Very... I think they're uncomfortable. If, if it, you think they're comfortable, that's great. Yeah. It I don't want to sit in my no. stuff. No. Not into that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, on that note. On that note. I hope that you're having a lovely start to your week and we love you guys. And I hope uh, we find, or if you are, you yourself are a specialist in cycle tracking and all that good stuff. Reach out to us. Yeah. Because obviously we're not experts. We're new here. We're, we're new in out. town. We're new okay. in town. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.